0: Welcome to The Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of The Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt.
1: Welcome back. I've got Cesar Quintero on the line. Cesar, how are you?
0: Hi, I'm great, Michael. Thank you for having me.
1: I'm looking forward to this conversation. You're, you are just launched a new book and you've done all kinds of other fun stuff. So why don't you share a little bit about you with the audience and then we'll dive into the conversation.
0: Sure. So uh, I'm, uh, I've am i been an entrepreneur since I was a kid, uh, originally from Venezuela and South America. And at, I, I graduated as a process engineer, went to corporate a couple of years and at 24, decided to move to Miami, get married and start a business all at the same time. So, you know, that's what you do at 24. There's no risk at that age, I guess. <laughs> and, um, so I started a business in the food delivery area. So this is 2004, which is way before Facebook and Uber Eats and all of that. So I, I literally went door to door and convinced people it was convenient to have your meal delivered every day kind of thing. And, um, you know, we were first in market. The business grew with the, with the market. So, uh, it, it, uh, it was good that the, while well, the business kept growing. I saw that my time kept dwindling and dwindling, and I was answering calls, you know, uh, delivering meals, going into the kitchen when people didn't show up, and um, and I was I was starting to get really resentful of my business because I wasn't getting what I wanted from it, and I wasn't now, mind you, I had thirty seven employees at the time, but I was such a control freak, and I I know you love talking about leadership and and culture, and and for me, it's all about you know, it's all about really. How how hard I was making my team members to really step up and take ownership of their roles. So um, with that, you know, um, came 2012. I got hit with a baseless class action lawsuit. Um, an attorney and a woman. I was their fifth company targeted, and I wanted to prove that I did nothing wrong. And I fought it to the nail and went went through it and spent most of my <laughs> finances in that. But um, it was it was Black Friday of 2012 and. I, I realized that I had $0 in my business account, $0 in my personal account. I was like fighting this to the end. And I said, something needs to change. Like I'm not in business for eight years for nothing. And I, everything's been out the, out the door. So that's, that's when I started my true leadership journey in 2012 is saying, okay, I, I, need, I need to become a better leader. I need a better, I, I need to empower my team better. So I went through a purpose discovery journey with a Simon Sinek model and Uh, Then I I implemented the entrepreneurial operating system in my company, which empowered my team members to really take ownership and accountability. And I started the great game of business profit sharing model where, you know, everybody had had a stake in the game and everybody profit profited from the business doing well. So that's kind of when everything kind of shifted and turned. And within a year. We were able to pay the attorneys, you know, uh, settle the lawsuit and the company grew. And then little by little, I realized, wow, the whole issue in the company was me all the time. (laughs) And it was my way of being not not a good leader and and just not not empowering people to really do what they needed to do. And then since then, I started two different businesses. and uh, I sold that in 2016, which I sold to two of my employees. So two of my managers bought the, 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 the company from me using an SBA buyout loan. And, uh, and then I, I started going more towards what I love to do, which is, you know, empowering entrepreneurs and leaders to go through that journey I went through. And that's what this book is all about as well, is the stages that we go through. And sometimes it takes us too long to get there it took me 8 years to understand that I need to become a better leader but there's there's different five stages and we always go through that in the in the flywheel of entrepreneurship
1: now, all that is mentioned you know from being named in a lawsuit which is an absolutely horrible experience you're just you know minding your own business It was the beginning of the holiday season and and you get what you know that's not the present you want to get <laughs> exactly. at Thanksgiving like I'm getting what and then then all the things you'd mentioned and navigating through all of that and then the self-discovery of becoming a better leader and that's sometimes very difficult for leaders to really do because we often emulate the leaders that we've had. So we think, okay, that's how you lead. And we may have... You know, our favorite leaders. If we you know, take the time and study other leaders outside of the leadership that we worked with directly, yeah. you know, we can pick up some cues and some traits and things like that. But many leaders, unfortunately, don't do that work, so they're limited to the experiences that they've had. And I think, okay, this is how you lead. And I, I love the EOS, you know, you know, the operating system component of it because. I'm a systems person. I like things in order. I have a poster that says I have CDO. It's OCD, but the le- but the letters are in alphabetical order like they should be. You know, so it's it's and it's true. It's it's one of those things where I I and I'm a lot better than I used to be, but you know, I I like systems in place and routines and rhythms because then I don't have to use the brain juice to think about what do I need to do next? I already have it lined up. I just basically have to show up. It's basically delegating and yeah. that was something that i was absolutely horrible at as a leader yeah. early on in my career yeah. and this is how it's going to be and now it's you know the you know, when i was you know still working for an organization anything that came across my desk i would say okay who besides me could work on this and if i could think of somebody guess what they were getting it but uh, with an asterisk, it was a case of I need to make sure that I took good notes on what I've delegated to whom so I didn't overwhelm my key people. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's easy to do because as leaders would think, okay, John can do it or Sally could do it. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh, wow, why is John and Sally quitting? Or why yeah. are they missing work all the time? And then you look at yeah. their workload and like, Uh-oh, uh oh, yeah. I, I screwed up there. So the best, you know, best
0: team player is always the most jobs. <laughs>
1: Exactly, you know, That's and it's true. yeah, it's like you know having a superstar on a team. You know, if you don't have other really good supporting players, then that superstar ends up carrying the load a little bit more, and then they yeah. potentially get injured. You could look yeah. at LeBron James as a real example for that. Yes, yeah. he's older in his playing career; he's definitely not old by you know, human standards, but in professional sports, you I know, mean, he's been in the league for yeah. a while. So it's you know, it's gonna take a toll, especially if he has to carry the weight uh, of that team. But, you know, we'll we'll see how that all plays out. But so let's dive into the book. Um, I always ask authors this what in the world made you want to give up so much of your life and time to write a book? Because it is isn't <laughs> it's time consuming to to write a book.
0: Yeah what so, I what I realized is, you know, so I started, I started working with more and more leaders and entrepreneurs and going through the processes that I went through. And what I realized is that most of us were going through the same journey. I realized that my journey was not unique at all. I thought it was. And I'm like, I'm going to write a book about my my story because it's so unique. And people go through this, and it's so hard. And it's like, I start talking to other leaders, other people, other you know business leaders and entrepreneurs, and it's like, no, we all kind of go through the same process. We kind of like start by opportunity or by chance, and then somehow we make it. And then we have a team, and then we're managing this team, and then you know, and then and then we don't, we don't really know how to follow up and how to decentralize ourselves, and so. Right. What I what I started seeing was more of a pattern uh, within the cycle, and and I, I I defined five different stages. So the book is called the Profit Recipe and the five stages of the entrepreneurial flywheel to live life by design. So and and in reality, it's all around. You know, how do we go from startup mode, which is the opportunity, the jump, the going to the food business, not knowing anything about food, right? And nowadays, I tell people, don't go into food, no way. but but you know, but there's no way you know, right? You just get into it. you see an opportunity, you dive deep, you you dive into it, you you got an opportunity for a, for a lot a job or you're going up in, in leadership and they gave you the opportunity. you say yes. like you don't really think about those things because it's an opportunity. It's something that is getting you to the next level. Um, but then we need to go to leader by design, which is a second stage, which is now I need to understand what I'm truly good at and what I'm not. And I need to be be vulnerable enough to accept that I'm not good at everything. I think that was one of the hardest things for me because my ego is pretty high, I guess. And I was like, you know, like I can manage this whole company and I started from scratch and I'm growing and I'm, you know, and I have all this team. I can do it all. But it's like, no, I'm not the best at each of these. And a lot of us, you know, I tell entrepreneurs just because you started a business doesn't mean you have a job in it because a lot of times we're the worst person for that job. But in our minds, we say... We need to do it. And, and, and this is where the leadership by design really needs to go through and understand you know, and be vulnerable enough to say, what am I good at? What are my superpowers? Where should I spend my time most? And then once you go to the third stage is building that team by design, right? And, and understanding both external teams, mentors, coaches, people around you, peers that, that, that can help you um, go through that, but then also internal teams. In a structure of accountability of understanding who is accountable for what and who's responsible for what, having your second in command, you know, a person who really follows through and goes through those things, um, and that leads to business by design, which is stage number four. So startup leader uh, team and now business by design, which is the operating system, is systematizing everything. It's allowing the business to work without you. Like the, the 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 when when I was in my business, I thought my business was me, but then I realized no, my business should work without me. So uh, implementing all these things was helping me you know, get, get decentralized. And then lastly, you go to Life by Design. And Life by Design is that place where I'm like, why am I doing this? Why is so much effort into this? It's like, for some reason, when we start getting more time, we start understanding what our true purpose is, what our ideal life is, what, what is it that we want to do in the world? What's our impact? And, and then usually as a leader entrepreneur, you go into the next opportunity or startup. So that's why it's a flywheel. Because the first time it's always hard, right? The first time is always hard. And then the second time you start spinning and it gets easier and easier and easier. It took me eight, seven years to get to a million dollars in my first business. It took me one year within the next two, I was already over the million, right? So, so the first time you go around, it feels hard, but this, you know, the, the more you go around the cycle, the easier it is kind of you already know the concepts you already know who you need you know what you need you know your superpowers are not so it gets easier and easier and easier so that's why i call it the entrepreneurial flywheel
1: well it's a great design because like you said you know the first go-around for many cases it may be the first time you've done some of the things because yeah. being a leader of an organization or working in corporate and then being out on your own, running your own business is is something completely different. And yeah, you know, kind of going back real quick to you know the food delivery thing of 2004. Not only was that such a you know pioneering moment, you know smartphones really weren't in existence as of that. Yes, there was BlackBerry and Windows. There was no Google
0: maps, man. We did we did routing in in, in MapQuest, and we would oh. have to print them out our drivers to take in hand because they, they were like or we need like like yeah they were gps style stuff yeah exactly
1: was- i remember MapQuest, and i'll share a really quick story i think i've shared it one time before on my show where i was working in chicago uh for a, a, a university there and my boss had a meeting in downtown chicago and i printed off the map on MapQuest and gave it to him and you know he calls me you know, about half an hour you know, the morning that he was going to this thing and he was running late. And I'm like, oh, something wrong? What's going on? He says, what's the address of where this meeting is? And I gave him the address and he's like, okay. And then he calls back again. He said, can you pull up the map on the computer and, and see where it is? Yeah, it's like directions. Like, yep, yep, this is this, this is it. And he said, go, and he said, and go east on, I don't remember if it was Madison or what what street it was. He said, go east, you know, about a mile and a half, you know, from, basically Lakeshore. And I'm like, okay, what's the problem? He said, east of Lakeshore is Lake Michigan. (laughs) It wants me to drive a mile into Lake Michigan. And I went, so? (laughs) And then I was like, all right, Oh, so here I said I don't know this. The map keeps pulling us up. My suggestion is basically do a U-turn, go back the other way. I'm guessing you'll find it eventually, and that's what he ended up doing. But it was yeah. it was just a glitch <laughs> on that map where it wanted to drive him in there. I mean, yeah. if I get, if I could have done that intentionally, I probably would have as a joke. But no, that was absolutely legit. So I remember MapQuest <laughs> quite well, and and sometimes Google Maps will uh, will send you on a wild goose chase too. But uh, for sure. the most part, it, it's gotten a lot better over the years. So. But yeah, I mean launching a business when there really wasn't anything like that now. Now we think food delivery, we don't even think twice about it. It's like yeah. you know, many of us probably have a handful of apps on our phones like, okay, well, we'll we'll use this one today because I got a coupon, or or this restaurant's only with this one, you know, whatever the case may be. So so on this flywheel, you know, where when you encounter entrepreneurs and you're, and you're working with different people and whatnot, do you find that some of them are trying to get to step three and they haven't even got to step one yet? Are they like, they think they're further ahead along in the game than they actually are?
0: Yeah, actually, that's a great question because one of the things I say in the book is that entrepreneurship and leadership is messy. Both are messy as messy. And, you know, this flywheel is the same thing. Like sometimes you're building things on stage one and stage two and stage five at the same time, but they're not not really gelling yet. So so what I, what I discovered is that in this pattern, understand where you're stuck at first and then go to the lowest level and fortify that and get unstuck from that first so you can move to the next one. Because a lot of times, especially I was reading a ton of books, I was doing different things, but I wasn't really focused on going past that stage that I needed to go through. I was just trying to develop many things at the same time. So there was no real uh, purpose or intentionality around I need, a dip. I need to grow first as a leader before I have a team. I need to have a great team before I have a great business. So, like that type of model and, and then those patterns helped, helped me understand is, oh, yeah, if I'm building a team, I'm building a business, I'm building myself, let me build myself first more and then move to the next one, right? So, so it helps you get like a pattern. That's kind of what the book is. I, I, there's a paragraph at the beginning of the book is, you know, how to read this book. This is as messy as it gets right as entrepreneurship it's not a book that you go cover to cover it's a book of where are you stuck and where do you need to go go to that place and start there right and then and then move to the next stage so so it's it's very much about that and that that was the intentionality of it uh, about it i i, I want to make it as entrepreneurship as messy as it can be where it's not lineal it's just like what do i need and where do i go and then start there and then continue right?
1: Well, it definitely shows you know, from your consulting uh part of you that you're great in meeting the client or meeting the person where they're at you know a lot of times it's like okay let's pull out the playbook okay page three and we're like okay now we're gonna do page four and and they were done with that six months ago and, and meanwhile they're they're sitting in their seat sleeping and you're like well, why are we not getting where it's like yeah, maybe we can go back and revisit that later on if we if we need to, but in all likelihood, it's like, where are you right now? Okay, we're going to start from there. Where are you yep. stuck? Let's let's fix this. That way you can get some momentum. I, when you were talking about that initially, the first thought I had in my head was back in the day when we took exams in school. And we'd open up and, okay, question one, we look at it and we go. Exactly. What is I? I've never seen this before. I have no idea what this is. So we freeze, and just like entrepreneurs yeah. would. So, yeah. you know, my recommendation the teachers usually say, okay, if you get frozen, go find a question that you know the answer to. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I know that. You know, what color is blue? Blue, Don't. done. Okay. <laughs> and then you're like, all right, you, you get some momentum. Like, okay, I, I, I got this. Then you go back to that problem. And because of, hindsight and understanding and relaxing and seeing things clearer, the answer comes to you more often than not a little bit easier yeah. because yeah. you're not looking at there's it like,
0: yeah there's momentum yeah exactly
1: yeah so what what what's your favorite part of your book
0: If you have favorite one. part of my book i think I think life by design is my favorite section because i I guess that's where I'm at right now it's it's uh it's about really understanding what once i i sold two businesses. I'm in my third, starting my fourth, and having this amazing time in my life, but it's more around intentionality, congruence, understanding what I want in life. And I want to be that now. And I want to, I want to be aligned with, with what I want in life. So I think finding, I think a lot of us go through a lot of times I, I work with people and they're like, why did you start the business? They're like, I don't know. Like, well, how is it aligned to your life and what you want to achieve? I don't know. Like that. You know my my dad passed, and I had to inherit the business or 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 I, I I jumped into this, not knowing what I was getting myself into or like and there's so many of us that go into opportunities just because there's an opportunity and and we don 't really think about it around does this align with my superpowers? Does this align with my purpose? And I think that's that's my favorite part of the book is life by design, which is really understanding what are we truly great at and how do... And, and you, you were saying your filter of, of making... My filter for making decisions is either a hell yes or a no, right? Because if not, it just prioritization just becomes an issue. And, and now I, I, if, if it aligns with what I love to do and what I'm good at, hell yes. And if it doesn't, no, like there's somebody else for that. So... So, so that's, that's kind of where, where I love to start always is life by design, you know?
1: That's beautiful. And it's a great way for entrepreneurs to reconnect with why they're doing what they're doing and learning from that. Because yes, launching a business is, and creating jobs and impacting humanity with a product or service is, is amazing. But if you're not enjoying The journey with it then it's you know that's that's really in my opinion potentially wasting your time or you know taking away from something that you would actually really enjoy doing so it's it's always good for people to you know design their life you know with a plan and and if they can launch a business around that amazing that's great so caesar love this conversation where can people find out more about you and this amazing work you're doing
0: Sure. So we're at theprofitrecipe.com and uh book is available on Amazon and the website, wherever, wherever you go, it's Profit Recipe and the five stages of entrepreneurship flywheel to live life by design.
1: And I'll definitely have that information in the show notes. So Caesar, again, thank you for the book. Thank you for everything that you're doing and continued success.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me, Michael.